Guys, I fucked up. Oh no. What did you I, do? Well, remember how you said that we were going to listen to Seven Swans this week? Seven Swans, the album. Yeah, that's what you're doing. Well, I accidentally listened to Seven Swans albums, as in seven albums by uh-huh. the Michael Gira fronted band Swans. Uh-huh. Oh Which no, <laughs> that's so much music. It was, it was fucking insufferable. Wow. Is there any album that they did that, that are under two hours? Um, I wish I had. Yeah. Uh. Uh, probably <laughs> at least one of them. I think the early ones are shorter, and then with fucking the famous ones, I forget the names. This could have been a I don't know. We could have done some more Swans research to make this I a better bit. <laughs> I started listening to "To Be Kind" as I have tried to do several times, uh, and I got really bored by the second track. So. <laughs> It's kind at. of annoying when there's a 40-minute track on it where, like, 35 of it is instrumental and then he shouts some words. I kind of support that, though, in <laughs> on its own, but speaking it's, of instrumental, uh, speaking welcome of to the Age of Pods. Yeah. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Age of Pods. Welcome back. Where I, too, can finally talk about one of my favorite albums, Seven Swans by Sufjan Stevens. I was listening to your episode uh, last week with a uh-huh. special guest and enjoyed it a lot. And now now for my takes, finally. Do you have anything to add uh, to our takes on the first four songs? Well, I, I love them. To uh-huh. Be Alone With You is very good. It's a great track that I love. It's good. That's all. <laughs> Great. That's uh, that's good to hear that uh, that you don't uh, have any hot takes about how much you hate the songs that we <laughs> said very nice things about. I have super room temperature or like good good food temperature takes uh-huh. on all the things. So in this episode, uh, we're covering the tracks Aram, Sister, Size to Small, and We Don't Need Legs to Stand. Damn right we don't. Legs are, like, for standing purposes, I think legs are super overrated. I think they're S-tier for standing. That's that's just my take. Uh, Jen? Jen, can... what do you think about legs? Legs? Fuck them. <laughs> we don't need them. Get out of here, legs. I, I do very much need legs for walking and running, though. But uh, for standing... I can I can just as well sit down, you know? These legs weren't made for standing. That's just what they'll do. <laughs> One of these days, these legs are gonna stand all over you. You know who, uh, who, who was standing a lot? It's Abraham. <laughs> he did. Oh, the, the uh, patriarch of the three big monotheistic religions of today? Well, they didn't have chairs back then, so... Yeah. It was either I think stand only kings or had yeah, yeah. Chairs were think about that, right? Like chairs were a privilege. It was either stand or sit on the floor. You know what's super fucked up is that uh, the chair emoji has only been like introduced in last years. One of last year's emoji updates. 
But there has yeah. always been always uh-huh. been a table emoji, or like for a really long time, and it took like I don't know ten years until they thought of chairs. Well, because I guess who needs a who needs like a picture of a chair interspersed within their conversation? Like most people, I think know what a chair looks like, right? Okay, that's fair, but uh, you can also say that about, uh, I don't know, I'm just looking at random emojis. Okay, the peach emoji is one I randomly pulled up. That's obviously a very necessary one. But like, okay, there's emoji of 50 different types of buildings. Like, you don't need such an accurate uh, description. I use those to create a scenery in my messengers. Okay. So, (laughs) yeah, you know, that's the... (laughs) Sometimes you need a nice like skyline. Yeah, skyline. How your, about uh, there's okay, there's texts. there's a choo-choo train, then there's like a normal train, then there's yeah. like an uh, ETA train but just the front part, then there's like yeah. a slightly different front part of a train, then there's the front part of a train but from a different perspective. Janos, why are you uh, criticizing progress? Yeah, why do <laughs> Why yeah. do you trying to make a point about how modern society has too many things? It's not the case. We need all those. <laughs> Those I'm just important. saying chairs are at least as important, if I not guess. more. I suppose. Hey, what if it was, maybe we should do this later, but maybe it's also just going to take five seconds. What if it was, we don't need legs to stand, like as in fan, Ooh. fan, Ooh, yeah. fan boy or fan go- girling somebody. So it's like an inclus- oh, yeah. inclusivity message. Yes, exactly. Damn. That's Big cool. Support, you know I what? vibe with that. <laughs> when did when did Stan became like like it's from the Eminem song, right? That's yeah, where right. the origins are. So when did people start to I, use it? I think it's like Black Twitter two years ago or something like that. It's gotta be older than yeah. two years. I f- I don't know the timeline, but I think it is Black Twitter. I don't remember it's, time because that's uh, just how where our language is invented. That's where that's like, where our language comes from. Yeah. Did you all see that? Uh, I think. Twitter live or something tweeted out something about like a conference of black Twitter and they listed like I don't know 30 names and one of them was like Ed Jack which is who's Jack Dorsey Twitter's CEO who is white well he can like provide like I don't know coffee he's the Twitter snacks. part yeah he's just there to welcome everybody oh, he's Twitter and the rest over is there black. on the table there are the snacks right. and the coffee I provided so yeah says knock yourselves out called being an ally Janos <laughs> <laughs> like my take is being an ally is mostly providing snacks for people that's that's right. a good thing and spaces I guess yeah and chairs so Abraham so Abraham so, Abraham. so father Abraham father Abraham this is just kind of literally about Abraham do do y'all have like cool cool info about the biblical figure or even the historical figure of Abraham? Um, oh, I uh, I put out my one note I put down for this is Abraham is a dumbass because like you know the story. Yeah, we all know about killing his goddamn son and then not. Yeah, like what the fuck? But isn't, also, isn't like, that on God? It's kind of on God. <laughs> Look, Old Testament God loved to just pull pranks. He loves pranks. <laughs> like his epic fail compilations are too. <laughs> but like, yeah, you're right. It's like, uh, I guess the inventor of pranks, like the original, the original uh, Logan Paul, if you want. 
Yeah, one hundred. Because mm-hmm. it was uh, like, just... I mean, even from the beginning, it was like, hey, uh, you can have every tree in this <laughs> garden, uh, except this one. Except and he's, you know, he was thinking one. like, oh, they're totally gonna, totally gonna eat that tree. Totally gonna eat. <laughs> yeah, that, he also that like put fruit. it in the middle of the garden and put like real delicious looking apples on it. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, they, they kind of didn't didn't fall for his prank and then he even like sent a snake to you know uh really really yeah. hammer it home or like really send someone to convince them and yeah. then of and course they... who can forget uh when he like flooded the entire world like what an epic prank ah uh, lol <laughs> that was a social experiment um <laughs> Uh, I still remember. Yeah. I still remember like the um, the YouTube preview image <laughs> of like God looking like super zany and having like all these like these canisters full of water and he's like carrying <laughs> them all. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he was like <laughs> gonna flood the world. You won't believe what happens next. <laughs> like <laughs> eighty billion gallons of water. Um, um, challenge gone sexual <laughs> a stunned emoji stunned emoji oh, how how would you call the emoji that's just like stare, starey eyes starey face emoji you know the one the one yeah, yeah. God uses in uh, YouTube video previews yeah you know I don't know stunned face emoji yeah uh, astonished emoji I don't know what I think is funny about the song Abraham by Sufjan Stevens is that he just explains Abraham from a Christian perspective. And that's basically it. Lyric wise, I think, is what's happening. I mean, yeah, pretty much lyric wise. I mean, this is this has got to be like the most um, like stripped down, minimal uh, instrumentation on the album. And like arrangement wise, it's just him and his guitar and like a couple of sort of vocal harmonies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll be damned if it doesn't work really well. What a hymn! It's really very, it's very pretty, and it's one of those songs that can like uh, not. <coughs> Sorry about that. Not to hand it to the church, but like this can <laughs> easily be <coughs> just used uh, in a like worship or mass or something yes and none of the like the old even the old ladies like wouldn't uh wouldn't notice no because like in it just explains it's funny if you cut out the last uh, if you cut out the last line like um muslims and jews would also be happy with that song <laughs> but then he totally, oh, yeah. totally owns them. gotta uh, make it about christ yeah yeah i mean I'm I'm not Muslim, but like just the part of okay, well I don't know, because like Jesus is also like a prophet at, with the Muslims, right? That's right. He's just not the son of God, but like he doesn't yeah, say but I don't in the song. You, like like for Christianity, the big thing is like oh we don't do um we don't do sacrifice anymore because Jesus um was the ultimate sacrifice. I don't know if oh okay yeah I get what sacrifice is in the other theologies actually. Actually, the ultimate yeah. sacrifice uh, kind of became like a right-wing pundit, I think, <laughs> after his WWE career. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Good one. Thanks. 
Uh, so what's with the wood? He says, take up on the wood, put it on your son. Uh, it's in the story, my gonna, guy. He's gonna they're burn like, his ass. Okay, like, yeah. Take some firewood up to the mountain. Yeah. Um, and was it like, it was like uh, God wanted to see if he really meant it, like, right? Like, he waited until until the last moment to reveal that it's just a prank. God wasn't right, sure himself. Like, he was like, oh, maybe I just, yeah, maybe that's how we'll conduct religion. Oh, do and you think he... uh, God actually uh, was thinking of uh, killing Isaac? I don't know. Well, isn't that fun to think about? <laughs> that's so fun to think about. Yeah. No, like in the way that like God was, when Jesus was on, on the cross, he, God changed his mind, I think. Isn't isn't that canonical? Did he? I think so. I mean, I think the thing is, abandoning everything. I and think in most of the New Testament, we don't really get God's POV. Yeah. Like, we don't really know what he's thinking. We just experience him through, like, the people explaining uh, what their interpretation is. Like, there's there's maybe a bit more of that in the Old Testament, uh, or at least in, like, the books of Moses. But, like, with, with Jesus, I think we actually, like, don't know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. 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 Well, I think... Um... I think it was just like testing Abraham. I that's, think that's how I the, interpreted it always. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, kind of, kind of messed. Not, not cool. A little bit from right? a like, today's perspective, not cool. Like, <laughs> okay, like the whole like prove your love to me is like ah, uh, that's a little, little manipulative. But um, you know. Or do you think God and Abraham were like in a toxic relationship? I mean, maybe right. Like. Uh, God did the whole God like I think this this was after uh destroying Sodom and Gomorrah, which uh-huh. so already it's like, all right, you yeah. uh you killed my you destroyed the city that my ki- my nephew was uh staying in. So mm, I don't know about that. But I mean, I don't know. He uh he proved his loyalty, I guess, and uh God made him the the like you say, the the patriarch of the entire religion, so who am I to judge? <laughs> I mean, True. but I guess you're right. Like, I think it's it's kind of a thing that I don't know how people who like actually believe in uh, in in monothe- monotheistic God, uh, how they like those people who are not like you know just posturing and uh, using religion for their politics or whatever, but like actually believe it. How they deal with uh, with those moments where what God did was definitely not cool, right? Or I mean, same with like Job. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, I mean, in that in that scenario, he was literally like setting a bet with the devil. So yeah, like what the fuck? It's so uh, irresponsible. Or like if we uh, consider like the uh, power imbalance between like literally the biggest power imbalance possible between God and human, and it's like kind of fucked up to think about how he would just uh just do bets about. Just, just like literally, toy with human lives. Yeah, not a uh, not cool. Glad, glad he gave that up, or at least human beings realized that. Oh, sometimes bad things just like happen, and it's not necessarily like because God is fucking with us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Does anyone have any fun bits about Abraham? Because this has gotten a bit serious. Otherwise, we can just move on to sister. 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 
which is yes, very yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say this is this song is uh very relatable because i too have sisters so i'm That's like so seeing funny, the title yeah, I, was, i was about to make the literally same comment <laughs> like almost <laughs> word the same way um I'm not gonna mince words on this one. Uh, this is my favorite song, like of all the songs. It's very yeah. good. This is my it's favorite. It's also one. one of my favorite songs. It's one of those songs that is never not in my rotation. Mm. Like I always have it on my phone, and if it comes up, I listen to it. Like since I know it. Yeah, I'm gonna. Like, I think I'm gonna reveal in the next episode what my favorite song is, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, this is this is a strong contender for uh, for best. Like just the op- just the fucking opening instrumental is is so good. Yeah, like the oh first God. like half or two like thirds of the song. More? Yeah, yeah, with the with the electric cu- uh, guitars going all crazy and like yeah, yeah, um, and then it reaches this like crescendo and gets all quiet. And then these lyrics are probably some of Sufjan's best over his like whole career. Um, like what the water wants is hurricanes and sailboats to ride on his back. What the water wants is sun kiss and land to run into him back. Like, ah, ah, love it. Love that shit. I think also like, uh, his, his vocals when he, uh, when he comes in, uh, somehow reminded me of Bob Dylan, which is, an association I otherwise never have with Sufjan. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I don't know the I way haven't... he like uh, fr- phrases it. I guess uh, sounded to me like like uh, like some of the I don't know seventies uh, Dylan material, like after uh, I don't know Blood on the Tracks era. It's mm. just just a little association I had. I said I don't know enough about. Mr. Dylan to uh to compare. I mean it's that also comparison. It's also that kind of thing I think if uh if you're a, a singer songwriter type uh, it's it's something that's gonna happen like unless you've deliberate or, or like actually have never listened to Bob Dylan I think it's something that uh that's just kind of a strong influence on so many things like even if you Uh, aren't referencing or like aren't inspired by Dylan himself you might be inspired by someone who was inspired by him he's just like such a giant like kind of similar to the Beatles I guess huh yeah that that makes sense I think there are um yeah there's a lot of artists like that I have never understood the lyrics and I've never looked them up but I always like it's like really silly I connected with the line and I have a sister somewhere in Detroit she has black hair and small hands but just the way it was sung and mm. how late it comes after like five minutes into the song called sister and then like the sister reveal comes and yeah. I always I always get this feeling of like huh I do have a sister Right? And even though she she is not somewhere in Detroit and she does not have black hair and she does not have small hands, it like feels so right. Yeah, big hands on <laughs> big hands on your sister. Oh, oh definitely, <laughs> you wouldn't believe. No, but like you, you do kind of like I don't know uh, exactly your feminist situation, Jan. But like, I'm, as far as I understand, you do kind of like live physically removed, like in different places, right? Yeah, exactly. That's true. Like that's that's like I don't know. Writing is like that. That uh, even if he specifically says Detroit, if it's yeah. just 
if it's just like someplace else that is not, you know, in the same house where you live or the yeah. same town. And it's conveyed with uh, the kind of, you know, he, with the delivery Sufjan does, then you're just gonna, you're just gonna connect to it like, oh, uh, you're just gonna mentally substitute Detroit with whatever place uh, your sister lives in. And the details he fills in about how she looks, you can just, you know, fill in right. with the details how your sister looks. That's so true. And again, and if you don't have a sister, you can fill it with your brother or something. Sorry? Uh, no, what did you say? I said, again, we find the universal and the specific. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what's with the other things he mentions that he has? Uh, he has a fish stone. What's, what's a fish that? stone? I, um, uh, let's see, according to uh, Genius, it's also a slight reference to an actual, sto- actual scar on his elbow, possibly made by a stonefish, a very venomous fish in the Sinanseidae family. A few images reveal it. And here we have a picture of him. And there is indeed a scar on his elbow. Yeah, his, uh, as usual, he looks very hot in this picture. Um, uh, but yeah, he does say burning my elbow. So it's, uh, I guess, fifth stone is just a reference to a scar. Probably. Or. 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 <laughs> or it's a. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of something funnier than a, f- a stone that's j- uh, shaped like a fish. Uh, no, yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, it's a an insect <laughs> shaped like a supermarket. <laughs> okay, that would be crazy. Wow, and if it had like little, like little shelves inside and like tiny little insect products. <laughs> That'd be sweet. And I have an insect shaped like a supermarket <laughs> offering I me. use it to buy little <laughs> milk. Insect milk. Um, he has he a bottle filled with old teeth. Gross. Yep. Throw it That's away. That's gross, Uvion. <laughs> Store it differently. <laughs> What's he going to do with all that? Um, yeah, that's that's like the kind of thing a serial killer would have. Just <laughs> He'll like, shake it like a, like a maraca. Yeah, it's it's good that he specifies with my old teeth, because if it was just a bottle filled with teeth, that would be weird. But like, I mean, I guess, okay, if they're all his baby teeth, I'm trying to figure, like, if it's filled with teeth, right? Uh-huh. Like, that's a lot of teeth. Yeah, right. So, is Sufjan, like, missing teeth? <laughs> Not that I know of. And even if he did, like, if you take out all your teeth and add your baby teeth, I guess, uh, that's still just gonna fill, like, 20% of the bottle, even if it's a small bottle. If that counts as filled. Come on. <laughs> Don't start the conspiracy theories about Sufjan's <laughs> teeth. <laughs> He just has like his ten baby teeth in there. Like, yes. How many times we have to have this conversation? Exactly. <laughs> Come on. Yes, it's rose. No, it's not abnormal. It's the old Sufjan teeth uh, conspiracy once again. <laughs> yeah. Also, they fell out like a tear in the bag. Like that just makes me think of the um, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" scene where Charlie just pulls his teeth out, like really casually, just. <laughs> <laughs> just casually pulling his teeth out one by one. Yeah. I think you're the only know. one here who has seen that show. 
Yeah. Oh, good. All I hear about this show is like shit stuff like that. I'm so glad I'm not watching that. <laughs> hey, quick, quick callback. I forgot to say one dumb shit posting thing about Abraham. Okay. Okay. Um, what's the lyric? Um, leg or lamb, right? Yeah. I always hear yeah. Lego lamb. Ooh, <laughs> nice. You know Ooh. those Danish, those Danish, those Danish toys. Toys. What yep. if it was Legoland? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just like it's a targeted advertising within the song about Abraham. <laughs> he just says Legoland, and he got like uh, two million Danish kronen for that. <laughs> Do you know how? How like uh, Mambo Number no. Five has two versions? No, and one of them is like the one you you know with no, Sarah, no, 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 Jessica, five, and one. whatever. <laughs> and then there's there's a Disney version where he's like a little bit of Minnie, a little bit of Daisy. It's just oh, it's just uh, Disney characters. Oh yeah, Weird. yes, that's... I didn't know about that. We should make um, Sophie and Stevens make Seven Swans again, but it's all product placement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So it's like a branded fish stone. Yeah. <laughs> like the fucking There's 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 that fishbone brand, I forget the name. Fishbone. fishbone. Did you have that in the States? Jack? Uh no. I don't wait, fishbone. What's the story? Uh It's like it looks like uh like urban hip hop clothing but for little kids. I think that's the story. Yeah, I think that's that's what it is. I'm also yeah. just like looking uh, over the uh, the track list. I think one very easy advertising possibility would be the dress looks nice on you. You can just say, I don't know, the... The dress by Prada looks nice yeah, on you. Yeah, the Gucci dress looks nice on you. I can see a lot of Gucci light in you. I su- I'd swim across Lake Michigan. I'd sell my shoes on wish.com. <laughs> Um, fucking yeah. Uh, he also has a kettle drum. He'll hit the earth with you. Um, and he'll crochet you a hat. Ah, oh, thanks, Sufjan. Hey, Sufjan, what's with the crocheting? You made me look that up. <laughs> what is it? Uh it's a it's a it's type of knitting. Type of knitting, and uh, it fun. makes him it makes him feel mesmerized and proud if the person who he's singing about in futile devices does it. Oh my god! Call back. Oh shit! Call forward. Call forward to the very gay futile devices song, or that, or that the just so about good. friendship song, futile devices, or just about, song about the the borderline between love and friendship song. Yeah, that's that's a theme, I guess. Yeah, that he does sometimes. Uh, I was just gonna say it's it's nice that Sufjan has hobbies or like you know hidden talents like hat crocheting. That's not something everyone can do. That's true. I learned how to. Oh my god, this is like just now coming back to me. I learned how to crochet in like fourth grade. That was a class thing that uh, <laughs> our class learned how to crochet um, <laughs> nice. in our. Christian fourth grade uh, class. I was shit at it. Um, but, oh yeah, that was wild. And then he has a red kite. And it's either the red kite is huge or his sister is tiny because he says, I put you right in it. Well, judging from her hand size. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> What's musically? Help, uh... Sufjan, let me down. Help. <laughs> Look, the sky. It's the sky. Help. I think I can't get down. I think sky is the highest note that's sung in the song, which is nice because it's the last note and it's also the word sky. And it's the sky. Show yeah. you the sky, and then it flies away. And that, like the 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 movement of the red kite is um, mirrored in the movement of the melody. I was just going to say, like, going off... That's a legitimate musical uh, analysis there. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be the only one for for me, um, period. (laughs) For the whole, for this whole podcast. For the running of the pod, yeah. It was a good one, though. We had had one last week about how uh, the singing represents angelic choirs or something. So, you know, getting one in every episode. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. nice. I just wanted to say that um, this is a very, like, the... The feeling this song invokes in me is one of like a, a very um a landscape where I can look very far, you know? Mm, yeah. Like it's when I listen to this, I get the feeling of looking at the horizon. Yeah. Yeah, and I and think it helps that there's a long ass instrumental at the beginning. Yeah. And it's it's a blue sky, but with a lot of clouds. Like but like picture like very like fluffy. Like the window white. like the windows desktop. Uh, picture what was that called? Bliss. <laughs> I know Not what exactly, you mean. But, but yeah, Man, yeah. Okay, I, I, I can, I can see what that. Yeah, I agree. It has a very sort of like peaceful, wistful, uh, feeling to it. Huh. I was just gonna go off the last thing uh I previously said about how a system might be a tiny because this just came to my mind and I it won't leave. Uh, is and it's that scene in uh, I don't know if you rem- remember that scene in Borat where he goes to a yard sale and then there's like a Barbie doll and then he asks the woman who says it if if she uh, she turned a real woman into a tiny doll. <laughs> I have not seen Borat. It's not I, good. I also, of course, have not seen Borat. The fuck are you assuming? <laughs> no more than my vo- my wife. Borat exists as sort of like, um, um, you know, there was that old George Carlin bit about how humans just existed to create plastic and then fuck off. Um, Borat exists just to create Borat voice my wife and then fuck off. (laughs) That's the only, um, it's it's kind of amazing how, uh, in like in in comparison with uh, Nathan for you, which basically did a very similar thing that Borat did. Like Borat just becomes completely worthless because <laughs> the one thing that was kind of cool about it has been done a million times better by Nathan. That sort of genre of like making real people uncomfortable exactly and playing a character yeah interesting those were always my least favorite parts of the eric andre show was mm, yeah like the on the streets the eric andre show is kind of also like borat influenced i guess but i don't know if it was i guess just yeah well yeah i mean nathan for you probably is closer though with its like because he's playing a character. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could say that Eric Andre also plays a character. It's just... Well, right, but plays a consistent character that... Um, yeah, this has, like, his own... You're right, because Nathan soon. has, like, his own right. narrative uh, that's going on through the episodes, just like 
Borat, except that Borat's narrative is kind of shit and uh, super problematic. Right. Anyway, uh, you know what can be said about the very small sister, about her size? What could be said? <laughs> you, might, you might say uh, her size is too small. <laughs> Harsh. Harsh but, <laughs> Harsh, but probable. <laughs> um, yes, size too small. This is another, um, like Abraham, where it's just literally the story of Abraham. The lyrics are pretty literal here. He's, he's the best man at a wedding, and his suit is too small. Mm-hmm. Um, That's relatable. And now, now he owns the 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 bride one. <laughs> the what? Like, like she's still like, like let's call her Bethany. Like uh-huh. Bethany still, uh, still like when she sees Sylvian today, she, you owe me one. You still owe me one for that wearing this uh, too small dress on my wedding day, man. You owe me one. That's Bethany. <laughs> but, huh? Right? Am I, I right? Didn't hear the last thing you said. Nothing. Okay. Um. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess size too small in in its own way, it implies like that he's uncomfortable, I guess, mm-hmm. um, because uh, um, according to the genius page and which is quoting Sufjan, um, he's at the wedding of his ex-girlfriend turned best friend. Um, so like... Um, I don't know, I guess implying like he's uncomfortable and he's a little awkward, but like he's still being supported, uh, supportive rather. Um, yeah. Um, is it the, I think, uh, in the annotations to dress looks nice on you, there was like an annotation that it's the same character or the same person that size too small is about. I think so. Yeah. I think that was the. And then there's like this this uh, one bonus track on All Delighted People, which is like, Robin, all your clothes are baggy now. Let's get back together. Damn. Oof. That, huh. <laughs> <laughs> and that size too small. Size too small. Um, yeah, this one's nice. I It doesn't do a lot for me, but... Um, you kind you know. of need... <clears throat> Because I, I agree, for me it's the same, that it's just, uh, but it, it comes after Sister. <laughs> so for me, it's right. just like a, like a little palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I don't skip it or anything, it's just, uh, you know. No, this is, this is not an album where you skip anything, I think. Because yeah, exactly. Because it's just so well, it also fits together so well, it's like real album kind of album. Yeah. Yeah, but you need these songs that are not uh, that are not the most amazing song in the world because otherwise it's gonna like yeah. suffocate you listening. Yeah, it, gives, it gives the the big songs a little room to breathe. Yeah. Also, I'm I'm, I'm imagining Sufjan in like a just a very small uh-huh. suit, like a children's suit, and like <laughs> it's all ripped and he's <laughs> he's like hunched over, like trying. <laughs> And everyone else is in like normal clothes at this wedding. <laughs> yeah, everyone everyone feels super awkward, but like nobody points it out. <laughs> nobody wants to say anything. <laughs> Except the bride who was like, You owe me, Sofian! 
You little rascal. You owe me one. You owe me Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're best friends with Sufjan, you just call him Steven. Call him Steve. Steve. It's really funny. Like my one of my best friends always calls me like lovingly first name last name. Like my first name and my last name. Like just to my face. It's like it's like his pet name for me is my actual name, which I think is <laughs> great. That's fun. I, I have a, a friend at my uh, dance team who just goes by his last name. Like he has a very normal first name that he could easily go by, but. Uh, He always introduces himself just by his last name. Uh, I constantly... F- Is it cool? F- it's a very normal last name. I don't know. It's not okay. It's not like Maya or something. Like It's not the most common last name, but it's also nothing that's gonna stand out or anything. That's fun, because it's basically... Like Monster Truck or some like, <laughs> cool thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I mean, that's basically saying to your family, like, this is mine now. That's <laughs> <Like, laughs> right. Y'all get your own. Like, this is mine. Yeah, that's a very good point. Damn, that's that's such a power move. I love it. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's size two. Sm- um, yeah, let's we won't need legs to stand. This is... Slaps. Uh, yes, and it slaps in a waltz kind of beat. It's uh-huh. three over four. It's, it's always a nice change to have a... I guess Sufjan's very consistent with that. That is, you're just mixing That's up true. time signatures, just playing around with them. But this also makes it um, give it, it gives it a real uh, folk song feel, like yeah. folk in the sense of like we're at the like village gathering, you know? Yeah, that's village? the you know yeah. feel you get real, when real you hear old timey. Yeah, it's old timey. Yeah, kind of a dance, dance yeah. and song. I imagine like a Polish folk dance. I could imagine. I could imagine that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like the. I mean, to me, this song is sort of about like. Uh, <laughs> this is another one of those. Um, like it's gonna be awesome when we're all dead. Yeah. Uh-huh. Songs. Yeah, because we'll um, have wings. Yeah, and that'll that be will, sweet. That will slap. That will slap, though. Like God, right? Yeah. I man. could have wings instead of legs. I would be unstoppable. <laughs> Hey, and but I would I the... would like have like some little crow's feet that stop uh, that started my torso. Uh huh. So just just for like landing on <laughs> on the branches oh, and shit. Can I can I direct awesome. uh, your attention to the album cover of this album? Because yeah, let me just take a look at it over here. Let me just whoa! <laughs> oh my gosh! Yo, look at the feet on this on the swan though. Yeah, kind of. I'm kind of fucked up looking. <laughs> I never like looked at the feet. Yeah, that's true. They're like actually like uh, crippled. I think is the unpolitically correct term. Hmm. They're like they're like I don't know. Do, be- do birds' feet like uh, bend like that? I don't yeah, think no. so. Like it's like they they were broken and healed healed in the wrong way. Huh. Huh. And also the wings. It's not. That's not a standard uh, swan's wing, because I Damn. feel like I feel like swan's wings are always the inspiration for angel wings. Yeah, but look at those; they look rugged. Yeah, sort of matted and uh, and like yeah, ragged and and sort of beat up. What it also invokes is um, medieval paintings where they haven't out uh, figured out perspective yet. 
Well, that makes yeah. it that makes it yeah. that makes it sound like perspective is uh, um, superior to no perspective. No, it's is, not. I love uh, I love the, yeah. the that style of painting. Like exactly, it, it actually does does a lot more to me uh, emotionally right. to see like a medieval style painting where everywhere like sizes like I don't know the important people are painted big and. Uh, Less important people are painted small, uh, even though they're standing next to each other. Size again, huh? Seems to be like a... How do you say? That's uh, a theme. Hey, theme. we got, we we got, got one. one. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Holy <laughs> presses, we got one. Claxon <laughs> <laughs> going on. Call the governor. <laughs> <laughs> call the go- I don't know why call the governor got me. <laughs> Um, uh, but like wings so, is also yeah. a, like we like to joke around here but like you know we have this and then we later have seven swans uh, but also if you look at uh, pictures of Sufjan performing on stage or like videos fuck. or something he also likes to wear wings there fuck oh, I yeah. didn't even tell yes. you this but I think now that I saw this picture uh, maybe I tell the story when we are at seven actually yeah Ooh, okay, preview. That's a, little, that's a little heat. Preview. Swan's wings. <laughs> Damn. Swan's got wings. I, oh, I you got say. my attention now. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Make a note somewhere that you don't forget to tell it next episode. Because okay. when, when we uh, we hit real big with Age of Pods and uh, a lot of people, like in a year or so, I guess that's the po- point where we get like... <clears throat> uh, Sponsorships, uh, sponsorships, yeah. yeah. Uh, At a point where we will probably have run out of Sufjan Stevens songs. Yeah. So anyway, a lot of people are gonna start like binging the episodes, and then they hear this, and then they like skip to the next episode immediately <laughs> to yeah. hear the Swan Wing story, and and you forget to tell it. That would be like real tragic, and we would lose all the yeah, sponsors. It's true. Or alternatively, if they're listening to podcasts backwards, as I sometimes will do um they will hear that story in the next episode and then they'll hear us foreshadowing that story now and go huh they foreshadowed it in this episode and if you're doing that let me just say uh listen to the next two episodes and then stop (laughs) or listen to the first couple whatever um listen to whatever feels good to you i'm not your dad i am your dad i'll click on the first (laughs) go to bed Janet is your dad, but I'm your fun uncle, and I'm advising annotation for so faithful, so few, because there's like a stock image of a family praying, which is, I don't know. <laughs> I just so Minus four votes. What? This is the worst voted <laughs> annotation I've seen on You Genius. fucked up, likewise, dog. You fucked up. <laughs> likewise, dog. This is not it. Not a good look. Ouch. The, the fucking description of the image is, speaking of people who are truly faithful to the religion, there are so few of them. Two people marked this as uh, restating the line. So <laughs> you, uh, you, you really beefed it on this one. Likewise, dog. Oh, and it does have uh, 
if you click on the the wings annotation it does have the image of Sufjan performing with wings yeah that's why i was reminded okay okay i'm very excited uh yeah. for next week or whenever we record the next episode the weather of this song uh is a, an approaching storm in my mind's eye yeah yeah and like a bunch of people with wings <laughs> yeah and like in, in a, like like a congregation of some sort and and like like these knowing like they look at each other knowingly but like very seriously yeah you know? yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good uh good description and i think it also we unfortunately can't talk about uh a good man is hard to find but uh that's exactly the mood you need to set up for that song huh. and that's exactly where we'll be <laughs> yeah, remember, next week. it's like when? it's like uh like the fucking jojo's bizarre adventure thing where it ends with uh speedwagon throwing his hat and then it's like to be continued so it's like imagine a you know congregation of people and the storm is approaching and then it's like a freeze frame and to be continued yeah and then imagery of like uh, aztec art with blood in it talk about we won't need legs to stand uh-huh talk about like the jojo's bizarre adventure oh yeah thing does it stand I've never had. I've never seen this. Oh, <laughs> they have stands. Yeah, there are they stands. Have a, they have, uh, yeah, and they are called that because they stand next to the person they belong to. It's literally the explanation <laughs> in the manga. Really? Oh, good. Um, they're based on like musical artists, right? Yeah, they're named like Red Hot Chili Pepper or uh, Boy Two Man. <laughs> What if uh, what if there was a Sufjan stand? What would that be called? Seven Swans, probably. <laughs> no, because sometimes they're named uh, after songs. Like, there's also Crazy Diamond. Um, oh, right. Or uh, Hey Ya is also a stand name in Part 7. What What are you talking about? What what stands? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> they're introduced all. in Part 3, so you haven't watched so far, I think. No, I haven't. Uh, but, like... It's so brutal. <laughs> In part three, every character starts to like becomes a or starts to have a stand, which is like a like a there's it's like a manifestation of their spirit or something that's gonna fight for them, and they all have like fun special abilities, uh, or or they just punch real good. But most of them actually have like some fun special abilities, and then the fights become like kind of a puzzle about how. This hyper-specific special ability can be defeated by my very specific special ability. Mm -hmm. So there's like, okay, the part five protagonist's special ability is like his stand uh, named Gold Experience after Prince song. uh, And it can uh, touch any object and turn it into a living organism and then turn it back into that object. So there's a part where... uh, someone makes uh, Jordan or the protagonist drink piss, uh, like he tricks him into it and everyone is uh, watching him. And then he, but like he, he smells it and then he uses his ability to turn his front tooth into a jellyfish that sucks up all the piss. And it's an actual thing that happens in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Hmm. What well, the fuck? Well, <laughs> it's a good show. If you want to hear more about that... Check, yeah, check out, out Janosch's uh, <laughs> other podcast, um, Jojo's 
Janos podcast. <laughs> it's actually called uh, Yare Yare Boys. I have never been on it, but like uh, I have been listening to it a bunch. And, um, you know, that community is also where I know uh, our previous guest from. So, <laughs> Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. oh, none of this is a bit good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Normal. Good. Fine. Uh, <laughs> Normal and cool. <laughs> like for Hep of the Rap. Um, well, that's the age of gods, I think. Keep. We need to come up with a. Yeah, the ends are like. All right, oh. this is the episode where we make up, where with we find our ends. Okay. okay. Um, uh, and, and until next time. We're all gonna die. <laughs> We're all gonna, uh, let, you know what? That's all right. When we are dead, we all have all right. wings. Yeah. Well, oh, right. oh, yes. That's the one. That's the one. We are, we are all gonna die. We're but all gonna we all die have, wings. have wings. Yes. That's, that just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the thing about it is that, I mean, even if you go to hell, you'll still have wings as a demon. So. <laughs> are you? Mm. Is that how hell works? I think so. But it's Depends like on what like kind of demon wings. you become. They're they're not like feather wings. They're right. wings. Uh huh. Because that's how it works. Yeah. Whose whose lyric Good is luck. it? Angel straight from hell. Is that mountain goat or is that yeah? Yeah, like an angel straight from hell. So that's that's a bat actually. Bodies. In unremembered. And there's also the famous meatloaf album "Bat Out of Hell." So it all it all ties together. Ozzy Osbourne once bit the head of a bat off. <laughs> Why? Let that sink in. I don't know. Because um, Satanism. I think what actually if the... Ozzy Osbourne biting the bat's head off and the guy who killed that bird with his baseball, like... Um... <laughs> Had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Matched <laughs> that baby. <laughs> It was uh, um, Ozzy Osbourne flying in and getting poofed into a cloud of feathers by a baseball. Great. I was going to say an actual, like, usable sign-off that is a Sufjan thing we could use is just enjoy your rabbit. You can just say that. Oh, that's good. I like that one. And it's especially good because we just skipped that album. (laughs) We did. Sun K. And as always, the age of art. <laughs> and as always, until we see you next week, enjoy your rabbit. You know, you can just say, just say that. Fine. It makes more the, sense the than B-Y-E. just saying Illinois. <laughs> until next time, Illinois. The <laughs> uh, until next time, credited as composer for some ballet pieces. <laughs> As always, Tonya Harding. Produced by Daniel Smith. (laughs) Until we meet again next week, the predatory wasp of the Palisades. How's how's even the complete title of that song? Don't get got by the don't get got by the wasp. Don't get got by the wasp.